All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. We are back in your lives for another episode of Cellar Dwellers. Unfortunately, you know, we're recording a little bit earlier than normal today. You guys were about to go out golf and not me. I mean, I haven't had a golfing experience since that one time we went out, but terrible storm. Terrible storm. Pat, you're even in your polo here. Dude, that was a beautiful ad read. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. You know what I was thinking, Sean? What's that? I really love how the battery lasts up to 90 minutes because my old razor only lasted like 40 and that's not enough time to get that done. <laughs> no, of course it's not. It's taken me at least an hour 20. I mean, you got hair all over your body, Nick. You got beard, chest pride, back, everywhere. Manscaped's perfect for you. Yeah, I mean, for those of you guys, I mean, they have, no one knows this, but we always record the ad read before the show starts. So they just heard me do the ad read. But you guys will hear later in the show but they just heard it. So, hey, could you imagine actually taking so. like an hour and a half to do that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would be like if I found a dude, he's like, yeah, it's like mowing like the back nine in a course. Like, takes me that long. Like, that'd be fucking nuts. Well, listen, if you need that, Manscaped is the perfect thing for you. So, <laughs> yeah. you guys will hear the ad read a little bit later. So, keep listening. You get the deal from us. But, what have you guys been out to, man? I mean, I've been out fishing actually a lot. I don't know why suddenly I used to fish a lot when I was in high school, but I've really gotten this urge lately to go fishing again. And I started, I've actually been in your neck of the woods, Nick, bunch of, there's like a, did you know there was like a rope swing in, in John's neighborhood, like in the Creek? Yeah. Yeah. Place was awesome. He took me there yesterday. It was so sweet. And then I went to the, the, the farm. Dude, I, I can't stand like, like I like fishing, but I can't stand when I don't, when I don't catch any. I know. It it's just like you're literally doing nothing. You're like sitting there waiting forever and you just don't catch anything. Yeah, but these places like these little creeks, you'll catch every single cast. So it's easy because they're like tiny fish. But we actually have this plan. You guys should come. Um, we're going to go out in the Schuylkill River at like five in the morning and just try and catch some husky catfish. Like, you know, I see everyone do it on like Snapchat and stuff. And I'm trying to get a part of that. And we'll have like a fish fry. I'll be like real, real rednecks. We should build our own boat. We should bu- like try to build our own boat and put it out on the, uh, on the scoople. We need to get a, like Craigslist. <laughs> Someone's got to be getting rid of a boat. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into sports, man. Like, okay, we're actually getting really close to sports returning. And right when we started this podcast, we've said we're going to have so much to talk about when sports actually return. But, you know, we've done a pretty good job for the few months we've been doing this, trying to uh, make some stories up. But let's start off with this. I mean, NBA came back today. They had their first scrimmages. But more importantly, our buddy, my friend, my favorite Sixers player, Ben Simmons, it was his birthday. And he's 24. So that got me thinking, of course, the best players in the NBA – under 25 years old. So guys, I put some notes in the chat. I tried to be a little bit more organized this week. It's at the very bottom of our chat here. I put 15 players down that are under 25 in the NBA. If you had to give me like your top player right now, who would it be? Anybody? Oh, Luka Doncic. You think Luka? Yeah. All right. Let's, I'll, mean, I'll, list some, I'll list some names off for the people that are listening. That way they don't have to think about it. We got Luka. You got Jason Tatum, Zion, Ben Simmons, Trey Young. Carl Anthony Towns, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Brandon Ingram, and a couple guys that I wouldn't even uh, bother to start mentioning in the in the top top tier. But how about you, Kyle? Nick, you got any names you think? Yeah, um, here's my top sixty. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I have. I would say probably probably Luca or like Ben. Ben's definitely up there. I'll tell you a guy who slept on. It's Devin Booker. Devin <laughs> Booker, Brandon Ingram. 
Yeah, the guy, the website that I got this from had Devin Booker at nine. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, that's a little low for me. That's low. I mean, the guys that are there, the t- I'll read. I mean, I read the top ten: Luca, Tatum, Zion, Ben, and Trey Young. I don't. I think I'd still take all five of those guys over Devin Booker. Those are as if they're my number one guy. I don't think I'm not sure Devin Booker is really a number one because he's the number one down in Phoenix, and I mean they haven't done anything since he's been there. He's younger than Ben Simmons, by the way. I believe that's kind of shocking. I think is my he? number two yeah. is Tatum. I know I can't. I hate over Ben. Him. Are you crazy? Yeah, I hate, I hate saying Tatum because no, I like, don't think Tatum's better than Ben. No, he's he's not better than Ben. He was balling at the end of the year. I hate I saying mean, he's a better scorer, but he's not yeah. anything else. I was I was gonna say Tatum and Ben. I would like flip a coin over. I think they're both gonna be like ridiculous. Like, no, top, like yeah, yeah, top. they're both gonna be really good. I just I think Ben does a lot more than Tatum does. Oh yeah, I mean we 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 always rave about Ben on the defensive end, and mm-hmm. he probably rebound. Oh, definitely rebounds and passes better. It's just the scoring that gets Ben. If he can just yeah. and that notch up a little bit, I'll definitely take that. Oh uh, man, I'll definitely take Ben. It's just the scoring that's the problem with Ben Simmons. Although I I love Jason Tatum as much as I hate to say it, he's just he's fun to watch. When he gets hot, he's just a bucket. He reminds me of a lot of Kobe. I know they were boys. Yeah. How about the other names on the on the list? Kyle, you got anybody like looking at? How about John Morant? He's, uh, I think he should be. I think he should be higher than a uh, cat. No, but you said. I think you yeah. said a couple weeks ago that, or maybe yeah. it wasn't you. No, you no, said, it was me. You said you take Ja. Yeah. Have a better career over Zion. Am I making? Yeah. That. No. Yeah, that's right. I so, just think like longe- longevity included and everything. Yeah. So if you have Zion's right now at three on this list, would you bump him down? I don't think I'd bump. Uh. I mean, I, I, would, I would do like Luca, Luca, and Ben one and two. And probably Tatum three, and I put like I think. See, I always want to make sure that our bias isn't coming into the show. I mean, of course, we are a little bit biased towards the Philadelphia teams. We all we do, we have Ben Simmons. We're giving him high praise right now. I, mean, I, I honestly think he's better than everyone else on this list. Yeah, I, I think it's warranted. He's but trying like, to make sure we're not yeah. too biased here. I think I Carl like Anthony it. Towns sucks. I know, I do too. Because like, because yeah, every time like Embiid plays him, Embiid shuts him down. Yeah, and he absolutely uh, fought. He destroyed him in the fight. He ab- yeah. Remember that? <laughs> was that this season when they fought? I think so, yeah, right? I think it was because when Eddie Alvarez was on the show, it was we the asked, beginning of the year. Yeah, when Eddie, when Eddie Alvarez was on the show, we asked if he was going to train them in MMA because there were oh, yeah. rumors speculating around. But yeah, I think De'Aaron Fox is going to be really fucking good. Like I think he is really. Fucking I said good. that the other week too. I'm I'm like the thing is with the Kings though. Like I'm so torn if I should jump on that bandwagon. Because Sacramento and California, you have L.A. and, like, the Bay Area. And then Sacramento is, like, the crumb, the cookie crumbs. Like, no one even pays attention to Sacramento. So it could get, well, When they were good in, like, the 90s or was it the early 2000s, 90s? I don't was it know, Chris Webber and all them? What? Was that Chris Webber, that team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they got some buzz. I know, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I want to be on that bandwagon, but I always, I don't trust them to stay there. That's the thing. I am kind of I, – I don't really like him, though, because of what happened with Boogie. Like, he wanted to stay there, and they traded him because they didn't want to pay him. I didn't Poor like Boogie. that. Speaking of Boogie, that's a per- – like, I feel so bad for that guy because he actually probably is, like, without injuries, probably the most dominant center in the game, him and Embiid. But, you, I mean, obviously he hasn't – he's been injured for so many years now. Like, he's just left that conversation. That dude was put – he put up, like, probably like 25 and – 
like, I don't know what his stats were, 25, 10 at least every night. He was walking double-double. I, I feel bad for Boogie Cousins. But he's not even on the team anymore, right? The Lakers caught him. Yeah, they yeah. caught him. Yeah, they caught him. You know who I'd put higher? Who? SGA. You like – I don't even have – Shy Gilgis. Yeah, I always butcher this guy's name, Shy Gilgis <laughs> Alexander. He's supposed to be really, really good too. That's like the one thing the Clippers lost when they got Kawhi. I think he's better than, like, Jalen Brown, De'Aaron Fox. He might be better than Brandon Ingram. Whoa, no, really? Yeah. I like De'Aaron Fox a lot. We said that. No, Brandon Ingram's an all-star, bro. Brandon Ingram's an all-star. I don't know. I think Brandon Ingram's low on this list, too. He's, like, one of the only all-stars on it. Luca was an all-star. Was Tatum an all-star? Nah, Brandon Ingram stopped smoking that L.A. weed and turned into Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. is, like, the place where young players just go to die. You need to yeah. be an established vet. At least that is that is not my joke, by the way. I read that some dude tweeted that, <laughs> like after there was like a stretch where Ingram put up, I think thirty for a couple games straight, like over thirty, and this dude tweeted that out. I thought it was funny as shit. I think it might have been Trill Withers. <laughs> he is kind of turning. He's like a Kevin Durant light. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, Walmart I, brand. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to look at this list, though, I'd put. I think I'd put Adebayo at. At like Adebayo uh, at the at fifteen, I think I would put him at the, the bottom, and then I'd keep Luke at the top, and then Ben, Tatum, Zion, and then Trey Young. I'll take Trey Young. I like. I think Trey Young is also sick as well. All right, let's move on here. That was quick. Uh, quick little intro to the NBA talk. Our top players under twenty five or young. Oh wait, twenty five or younger. Hold on, am I missing a name here? I think we might be missing a really obvious name before I move on. Give me two seconds. Oh, Bamba? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Giannis. Giannis, Giannis under the combo. He's 25 years old. What? Yeah, Giannis is 25. I don't know how I – I don't know how I missed that name. I guess it's just because he's not like – Yeah, he's in like he's my so, top eight. He th- yeah. <laughs> I just think of him to be so much older because he's so dominant. But, yeah, he's 25 as well. So, all right, let, wait. Before we move on then, Luca or – Giannis, if you had to build a franchise for the next, I, I think it's I think it's Giannis. younger than twenty five because nobody else is twenty five on the list. Okay, that list I must have made was, yeah, you're right, must have been twenty four and younger. Yeah, because Carl Anthony, I thought Carl Anthony Towns is twenty five, but I just looked it up and he's not. Okay, right. I just but feel okay. like he's been yeah. in the NBA for fucking twenty years. I would still I would still build around Giannis. I think. Really? Yeah. 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 Why? I this think already, can, like the uh, second best player in the NBA right now this season. This yeah, season. <laughs> he already won an MVP. Yeah, but Luca Luca is also like an MVP conversation this year. He's not going to win it. Of course, he's not going to win it this year because yeah. it's going to be LeBron. It's going to be LeBron in my eyes. But you think you don't think it's going to be Giannis? Yeah, but I yeah no I do think it's going to be LeBron. I think I was going to actually bring that up a little bit later when we talked about mm-hmm. uh, something else and I had in the notes, but. I'll, I'll talk about it now. I think LeBron – oh, wait. I'll know exactly what it was. It's because the, they came out and said that the awards were only going to be um, from, like, March – whenever the season ended, like March 11th, whenever it was. That's when they're yeah. going to rank, rank the awards. That's when you get judged on. So, I don't know. I think LeBron in the West, he had them – they're not that – they're only a couple games behind Milwaukee in terms of overall record. He played in the West. He put up ridiculous numbers. 
to me, it's easily LeBron. I don't know. I just think LeBron plays, but I think LeBron's better than Giannis. That's my thing, and you're not going to convince me otherwise. I can't. Oh yeah, I do too. I mean, I think LeBron could win MVP every single year since like 2004. But except that last year, except last year, I don't think he could have done it. But. Yeah, 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 because he was hurt last year. But yeah, okay, yeah, I do think I think LeBron's going to win MVP. I think Luca's going to win an MVP. You really don't think Luca like? No, I think he could. I think he could win one. I just think. I I just rather have Giannis. I think he's more. Luke could be like he could be like the new Carmelo kind of. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? Just like really good score, but never wins a championship. See, I'm totally bought in on the Mavericks. I have that uh, in the notes when he had the NBA storylines. I said, how good are the Mavericks actually? Because that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in the NBA bubble, which is the ex- that's the uh, that's the next topic of conversation for us what are you guys looking forward to most in the nba bubble you guys can take a look at the nba storylines i just listed a couple of them for me i'm I'm totally pumped to see zion back i of course want to see the sixers and but i'm i'm actually really excited to see the mavericks i've totally bought into them with luca and Kristaps and that little european uh, dynamic duo i think they have a chance to actually surprise a lot of teams especially the way like in the bubble i don't know it's unique circumstances i think there's going to be a couple surprises that we aren't expecting, and I think it's going to be the Mavericks. I don't know. I, it depends on Luca. Uh, not Luca, Kristaps, because he hasn't been the same since he's come back from injury. Yeah, but he's still putting up decent numbers. Like he's putting up decent numbers, but if they're going to win, I think he has to be a lot better than what he was. All right. Well, look look at the other things in the uh, in the notes, or if you can think of anything. I want to see thought- playoff LeBron and a Ben Simmons jumper. Is that three looking forward That's to? what I want to see. I want to see Ben Simmons versus LeBron in the finals, and Ben Simmons is taking jumpers on LeBron. That would be something I would <laughs> like to see. Kyle, by, the way, by the way, Kyle, not to uh, be, like, be the devil's advocate here, but this season, sure. this season, the 51 games, he, Chris Stops averaged 19.2 points per game, yeah. not nine and a half rebounds. Which was, that's, like, that, that's good. I, this is not Kristaps, like what he was putting up with the Knicks, I feel yes, like. It was. Yes, it was. And no. Yeah, uh-huh. in New York, he averaged 14 points his first season, 18 points his second season, 22 his third season. And then this season in Dallas, he averages 19. And then rebound, oh, rebounds, he averaged 7, 7, 6, and now he's averaging the most rebounds ever. So this is one of his better seasons ever, Kyle. I don't know. I remember ever. him being a lot better on the Knicks. No, I mean, that's just because it was the Knicks. Anything he did on the Knicks, he looked like Superman. Yeah, I guess. The, 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 now he's being outshined by Luca because Luca's like the star of the show down there in, in, uh, in Dallas. Yeah, I was going to – I just had a little brain fart, I guess. Why don't – I know. That's a stupid question. I'm not even – I already answered it myself. Just say it. No, say I was going to say why – why does Philadelphia hate the Cowboys so much like in Dallas, but we don't hate the Mavericks, but it's like, they're not in our division and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah. That's kind of a good question though. Yeah. Like why do we just pick, why do we just pick them? Yeah. Cause I like, always we hate, we hate all the Boston teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate every Boston team, but Boston, I, mean, I don't hate, think that's I mean, universal though. What? I don't think every Philadelphia fan hates every Boston team. You don't think so? Yeah. I, I don't hate it. I like, I like the Red Sox. Yeah. I like the Red Sox. Really? Yeah. Why would I hate the Red Sox? You baseball bats. Because they're from Boston. (laughs) We have no reason to hate them. They're not in our division or anything. Like, we have rivalries with them in other sports. But, like, the Phillies and the Red Sox never really play each other. Yeah. I mean, the only reason people hate the Patriots at Phillies is because we played them. We lost them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they cheated. And because they're always good. They cheated. Yeah. (laughs) They cheated in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, that's like a universal – 
Flyers and the Flyers Bruins, and the Bruins go out in the playoffs often, yeah. but like the the Phillies and the Red Sox would, unless they play in the World Series, which they have, they never have. They play once a year, maybe. Yeah, and the Red Sox used to be losers too. I mean, they they've been sick the past like twenty. Listen, years. Man, you guys, you guys are the baseball guys. I can't argue with that on that. But like, I don't know. I just had that thought. Why does Philadelphia not hate? Why don't we hate the Mavericks when we hate the the Cowboys so much? But I answered my own yeah. question. I, I feel like like all the like the Northeast teams kind of just don't like each other. Like there's like a Northeast rivalry kind of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, Boston, Boston, Philly, New York. Um, am I missing any? No, I guess it's just those Baltimore, three. Washington. Yeah. I really hate the Baltimore. No, see, I only hate – I really only don't like the Redskins. Yeah. I don't care for the – like, the Wizards don't care about them. The Nationals, I do like to beat the Nationals. That's true. And I do yeah, like I to beat – I don't like the Nationals. And yeah, I do I like to beat the Capitals, too. I like when yeah. the Flyers – Yeah. What about Pittsburgh? Hate Pittsburgh. I hate every Pittsburgh team, man. I hate everything about that city. Don't don't even rile me up. I hate Pittsburgh so much. I actually like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a nice city. I you. I used to like like the Steelers when I was younger. Hate the Steelers now. Hate the Penguins. I I can't stand and I, Pirates. Don't really care for the Pirates either. Oh, I don't pay enough like attention to baseball to have a real like vindictive. Pirates are so them. harmless. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're too. They just, they just their owners way too cheap to ever put a good team on the field. So we you don't have to worry about the Pirates. Speaking of the opposite of cheap. Bets just got paid out in LA, right? The second biggest oh, contract ever. Like, was it yeah. 13, 13 three? Yep. That beat Bryce, didn't it? Yeah, it beat Bryce. Is he good? Bryce enough? was 13, 330. Bets was 12. Well, 13, including the year he's playing now, but 380. I know he's like a super athlete, Bets is, but is he, was he worthy of like getting the second biggest contract in the MLB? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he hits, he hits well over 320 every year. Has some power. It's really good defensively. He's if it weren't for Mike Trout, he'd probably be the best player in the MLB. Yeah. Really? That He's that good? I mean, I knew he was yeah. a stud. I knew he was one of the he's best really players. Where do you rank Bryce Harper? He's like top 10. Yeah, top 10, top like 12, 13. 12, 13? He, he like he's not – I don't know. Baseball's weird though because like you, there's just years where guy, certain guys show out, certain guys have bad years, and then all of a sudden the next year like that, those same two guys will be in the complete opposite position. So, I mean, anything can happen. I think he started to heat up at the end of last year. Uh, his wife's not pregnant this offseason. He's been in Philly. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a good year. Like I yeah. think he's really going to be good. I think so. he's going to have a really good year. But, like, realistically, I think he's probably, like, a top-ten player. Right, yeah, right, I, well, I agree with that. Fine. Fine, man. That's good with me. Okay, kill him a little bit. <laughs> what do like, you think, Parker? I, I don't know. I thought he was, like, a top-five guy. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, he can like, I thought be. That's it's what just that, like, last for. year he wasn't. He has the okay. potential to be. Like, he had one of the best seasons of all time, his MVP year. I think it was, like, 2016 or something like that. Can we please get everyone so optimistic about sports? Because everyone that listens to this is Philadelphia, except for the one German. And if you're the one German that's listening, shout out to you, man. We'll talk we about like Luxembourg I, 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 soccer I, 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 one one time. Yeah, we'll talk about some national or national soccer. Is the Bundesliga <laughs> German? Yeah, I think so. Bundesliga. That sounds German. Oh, uh, it's Bundesliga. Is that or is that Australian? I don't yeah, know. It's not Australian. It's German. I mean, I, we're totally butchering the even the name of that. Uh, yeah, I think we just lost our uh, our German <laughs> listener. Yeah. I took German in high school, if that counts for anything. But, uh, yeah, I want you guys to hype up the listeners here, guys. Come on. We haven't had sports in so long, and now sports are coming back. And everyone from Philadelphia is listening right now. You've totally- there were scrimmages today for the NBA. 
Yeah, him, him yeah. Ball, ball. ball, ball, ball. It looks ball. ridiculous. There's a force. Nearly put up a triple right? double. <laughs> he had 16, 10, <laughs> and six blocks. I, yeah. I mean, I, you see their lineup? It was like it was like six, yeah. eleven, and above, except for they were um, like the anti rockets Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant was the only guard. Yeah, there was. I'm gonna try and get off the top of my head. It was Plumley, Millsap, Jokic, Ball, Ball, and Jeremy Grant. Yeah. What That's team wins team. that? That uh, Nuggets lineup or the Rockets uh, small ball lineup? Oh if they go God. against each they other, have to play each other. <laughs> it depends. It depends. Because Harden's going to put up like 60. Easy. Why, oh. why are the Nuggets doing that? I think it was just because it was a scrimmage. I don't think that's Yeah, I doubt, I doubt they're doing that. In the, that's why I was, I was so bubble. confused. I saw Jokic just playing point guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw everyone like on Twitter. I saw the lineup and everyone's like, oh my God, this lineup, this lineup. And I was like, hold on. What? I was like, what that? What? They're all centers. <laughs> They're all centers. I, was like, I couldn't believe it. I, Nuggets are a sleeper team, too, that everyone likes, but I still haven't bought in on them. Anyway, um, yeah. Any, what else are we looking forward to in the bubble, boys, here? I'm excited for that playoff push, though, out in the West. I mean, I don't even know why in the East they brought the Wizards in. Beal's not playing. I don't think – I mean, John Wall's not playing. And I forget the name of the other guy. He's not playing. They're like top three players are out, so they're going to probably lose every single game anyway. But west, out west, we've talked about it. Totally pumped for that. Like Portland, Sacramento, New Orleans, uh, San Antonio. All those teams have a possible chance to get in the playoffs, which I'm kind of excited to see. And I'm most excited, I think, battle of uh, L.A. too. I just want to see playoff LeBron versus that stacked Clippers team. I don't care what round we see it in. Preferably conference finals. That would be preferred. But. If not, dude, I'm t- like if it's a second round, just what, however it would work out. I mean, I don't think it would be the second round. Whatever. My, brain, the, my brain's all over the place. They're the one and two seats. Yeah, they're the uh, maybe the Nuggets are two actually. Yeah, bring it. Someone bring it up on their phone or something. The Western is Conference. Kelly Oubre in the bubble? I don't think he's playing. I think he's hurt. Uh he, he Nuggets, just already couldn't have girls come in. Nuggets yeah. Rockets has to happen. Nuggets, yeah, Lakers Lakers Clippers are one two. Okay, where are the Nuggets three? They're three, Jazz four, OKC five. All right, guys, time for a quick break as always. If you guys have listened for a while now, you guys know that support for Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools to protect your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you guys the best tools for your grooming experience. We all have horror stories when it comes to manscaping, but no more. Since we have partnered up with Manscaped, we have gotten their Lawnmower 3.0, which is their new and improved ball hair trimmer. It's their third generation trimmer with a cutting edge ceramic blade that reduces manscaping accidents thanks to their skin safe technology. It's a premium razor, guys. We can all vouch for it. Lasts up to 90 minutes. Take a longer shave. It's water resistant. You can use it in the shower. LED light has an awesome charging stand, 7,000 RPM motor, quiet stroke technology. We can't say enough good things about Manscaped and their new Lawnmower 3.0. Guys, get the perfect package if you want it. You can even get that ball deodorant, crop reviver, crop preserver, the uh, the boxers as well, anti-chafing. So it's absolutely awesome deal. We're going to give you guys right now 20% off plus free shipping using code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. All caps, no spaces. That's 20% off plus free shipping using code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. That's 5% from the each of us. Your balls will thank you. But guys, let's get back to the show. 
Did you see Cowherd was saying that Kawhi was in two, he was like on his show today. In three months, Kawhi is going to be uh, have Six. another NBA final MVP, and in five years, he's going to be a bit looked at as a better player than Kevin Durant. <laughs> Who said you don't, that? You don't buy that was into Cowherd. That? Cowherd. You don't buy into that, Nick? No, I. I mean. I, I kind of do right? buy into the second part, but I just think it was funny. I, I just think it's so funny to predict not wow. only a finals, but Wait, a they, finals MVP that far out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so like, – I mean, I love it, Colin. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> hold on. But. While we're speaking of – this is a good transition. While we're speaking about trying to predict things far out, every year ESPN releases power rankings for the NFL for the next three years. And this year's came out, and the Eagles came in at sixth, and the Cowboys came in at fifth. Now, I'm going to play you guys a little, like, two-minute clip of Stephen A's reaction to this on why – I'll just say his reaction on the Eagles being below the Cowboys in the power rankings for the next three years. Let's see. Give it a go. It might be a little bit shoddy audio, but forgive us for the next two minutes here. Stephen A, I'll start with you. Do you think Dallas should be ahead of Philly when we're talking long-term over the next three years? Hell no. They're the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Why would anybody put them ahead of it? Especially, especially over the course of three years, they can't make up their mind year to year. They can't make up their mind whether or not they want to pay their quarterback. They took care of Ezekiel Elliott. Was it after he performed? No. It was after he boycotted in Cabo. Okay, you got Amari Cooper. You gave him $100 million, all right? But you didn't want to have him on the field in key moments of the game last year. Okay, we know what Gallup could do, but he's under uh, uh, Amari. Ari Cooper, you know, you just look at it, you're replacing Jason Whitman, which might not be much considering that he's an age-old citizen, but in the end, we respect his level of production over the years, all of this other stuff. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, Mike McCarthy, we get what he brings to the table, whatever, but look at the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? This is the team that Carson Wentz took to the playoffs with a bunch of practice squad players for crying out loud. Alshon Jeffrey missed about five to six games, so did Nelson Aguilar before he departed. Deshaun Jackson missed 13 games because he got injured in game two of the season and you only saw him one more game over the last 14 weeks or so. I mean, come on. You're talking about him being back. You're talking about the kid Jalen Rager they drafted. So you got not one but two speedsters. You kept Alshon Jeffrey and you got a dual tight end in Ertz and Goddard. And so when you look at that and then you look at their defense with Fletcher Cox and, 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 and Graham and the crew, I'm sorry, along with the history of finding a way to get it done because you're playing in the NFC East with where the Dallas Cowboys were supposed to reign supreme talent-wise, but somehow, someway, do you know what's coming, Molly? You know what's coming, <laughs> Damian Woody. What? what are they? An accident waiting to happen. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll leave it there. Unbelievable. That dude. I'm so excited for this. Unbelievable. I'm so excited for football. Dude, that's one of the times that everything he said, it's totally right because he said it right then. You know where the Cowboys are supposed to be on a talent level, but every year it's like what can go wrong for the Cowboys will go wrong. So having them at five, to me, especially over our, our own Philadelphia Eagles, come on. I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's bogus. It's bogus. And shout out to Stephen A for defending, defending Philadelphia there. What are, what are these guys' yeah. reaction to that there? I feel like ESPN just put them right next to each other just so that, like, there would be some conversation to have about it. <laughs> they're like, all right, they're five or six. Like, doesn't matter. Cowboys, this is what I would say. The Cowboys, I'm going to read you the article here. 
They ranked higher in the Eagles in overall roster, quarterback, and draft, but placed significantly behind the Eagles when it came to the team's power structure, finishing in 15th and in coaching. They finished in 13th and in the front office. So they have Dak Prescott as one spot better than Carson Wentz, by the way. Totally bogus. Anyway, I love Stephen A. When he gives off on those rants, he's like, hell no. No. No, no, no. What do you guys think? I mean, what was his, his arguments valid? I mean, Carson Wentz carried this squad to the playoffs last year when it was we always say out of the wild, wild parking lot here. And Dallas didn't didn't make the playoffs. So if we're going off like the past history, I think Philadelphia does have the does have the advantage over Dallas. But what do you guys think? How how do you feel about being ranked below the Cowboys? It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm not going to get all worked up about it because it's an ESPN ranking, and they do like shit like that all the time. There's like Pat said, they're just looking for a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we don't have anything else to say about that, I mean, I hope everyone enjoyed that little clip from Stephen A. I mean, like, I think we, I mean, I don't want, go ahead, Pat, just go ahead. I'll just, I mean, I'll just put it this way. Like if we, we just barely beat them last year, I don't think they got that much better in the draft where like, we're not, since we're supposed to get better too, yeah, like, yeah, especially yeah. defensively. I don't think there's a way that like we can lose them now, even because we got better and we still beat them last year. The only thing is they got a new coach. They may have got like Mike McCarthy might lead them to some something. He might be a lot more confident. Oh yeah, no, it's not gonna matter. Yeah, I don't buy. I don't, I'm not. I don't buy into Mike McCarthy. I mean, he had trouble down in Green Bay. Didn't his relationship yeah. with Aaron Rodgers like fade over time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Faded. He only got one Super Bowl out of like one of the best quarterbacks ever. Oh yeah. man. All right, that's, that's a good – I mean, I'm, I don't want to repeat everything Stephen A. said, but I think we all agree with everything Stephen A. said. So, Stephen A., thanks for kind of going on your little soliloquy there, uh, even though we just took it straight from your show. Th- thanks for that. Anyway, uh, while we're talking NFL, let's talk NFL training camp starting up pretty soon. I have some storylines in there too. What are you guys looking forward to from the most – from the NFL? To me, it's – Everything down in Tampa Bay. I want to see how Brady does and Gronk comes back. I also want to see New England and Cam. But also, I want to see if Pat Mahomes come back up this new deal. Because once you get money, they say it's hard to wake up once they're in silk sheets, you know. If you're getting paid $500 million, I want to see if he's still going to be able to ball or want to ball like he has been. But, I mean, what else are you guys looking forward to, man? I got some stuff in the notes, like I said. But if you can think of anything else, just go off on the rant here. I really want to see Cam. I see that on the notes. I really, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Like, I don't want the Patriots to be good, but I want Cam Newton to be good. And I know if Cam Newton's good, the Patriots are going to be good. So I'm in. It's like a vicious circle. I have a sneaky feeling that he's going to lead them to the Super Bowl. I had this feeling the other week because he's been talking a lot about how he felt disrespected, and you know all this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And with. And- Bill, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels like leading him, leading the way like and Bill Belichick's so good at like finding things for players to be angry about too so he has just something right there that you can tap into Cam Newton's work. he just needs to stay healthy that's it mm-hmm. that's definitely it I mean, that's the biggest storyline I think going into the NFL season is that dynamic like Brady Belichick who really was leading that in in New England. I think they're both going to try, going to try and prove a point. Tom's going to try and lead at Tampa, and then New England's going to try and lead. Eric Cam's going to try and lead New England. That would be a sick Super Bowl, by the way. 
Tampa and New England. Although I'm not – oh, no, I can't. See, I told you not to try and be a Debbie Downer earlier in the podcast with the Bryce Harper thing. I was just about <laughs> to say that. I, I'm not sure the NFL season is going to finish. Because all these oh, yeah. stars, all those stars are, like, tweeting out about how the league isn't taking care of them and they want to make sure they're all safe, which I totally understand. But I just – I don't know if I'm, that season's going to finish. Yeah, the NFL had the most time out of every league to figure out what to do when they – they it. couldn't do it. Yeah, they I think they'll figure it out. They'll probably figure it out somehow. The NFL. They're not going to have fans. I think that's the big thing they're thinking of. Is no, that's not are true. Are going to have fans or not? All, some cities don't have fans. Like Philadelphia doesn't have fans. But they just said if like the cities that are allowing fans, you have to wear a face mask in the game. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're try- I think right now they're trying to figure out whether or not they're going to do that. I think they're just going to end up saying no fans. Yeah, I like I don't see how like how are you going to enforce wear a mask during the game? Like you have to have a shit ton of ushers there that are willing to go up to the most intoxicated people you can probably think of at a football game <laughs> and tell them to put a mask on. Can you imagine me? that in Philadelphia? No. Oh my god, no! Seriously, like up in the upper decks. I mean, obviously, all the seats wouldn't be filled. They'd be at, like, 25% capacity or whatever. But imagine being in, like, the upper decks at Lincoln Financial Field and the usher comes up to the most drunk Philadelphia fan and was like, dude, you got, you got to put on a mask. <laughs> oh, my God. That's on Barstool Sports in a second. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. What else are we thinking? I can't wait for Andy Dalton to take over the Cowboys. Y- yeah, we, we're totally convinced. I have it in the notes, Prescott playing for his contract. <laughs> But we think he is. He we've, is. We've made this. Andy Dalton's going to come in and save the day. <laughs> yeah, we've made this thing. And like I said on a couple episodes, we have a tendency to speak things into existence on this podcast, whether it's Jamal Crawford going and getting signed or Cam Newton getting signed. We just have a tendency to speak things into existence. So I'm also excited to see Joe Burrow and, and I'm, especially actually Tua as well. That whole division with New England, Miami, and all, and uh, Buffalo, and the Jets. I'm excited to watch that division. Kind yeah, of is Tua healthy? Like, is he going to be able to play? I think they said he's pretty healthy. Yeah, Fuck. he should be the starting quarterback, and at least unless I missed an update or something. But I think he should start. Yeah. Okay, uh, Nick and Pat. I guess Nick. It's been a while since we heard from you. Like, t- tell me about uh, hockey, NHL. Oscar Lindblom. He's got a deal, right? What's the deal with? Yeah, that? he just signed three years, nine mil. $3 million a year. That's really cheap for a guy that was on pace for 30 goals this year. Other good news from him, uh, he was he was in remission. I, we talked about that, I think. But uh, he is probably traveling with the team to Toronto, and he'll be available. That's wild. <laughs> if needed. If needed, he will be available. I don't think they're going to play him, but, I mean, They, they probably won't. They won't play him. I'm, injuries I'm, happen, though, and it's good. If he's one of the options, I'm happy with that. I'm that swe- would be insane if he came would, back. Oh, my God. That storyline would be uh, – I'm sweating crazy. from my eyes right now, guys. It's, it's, it's a sweat. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm excited, though. Are, is the NHL doing, like, a bubble type of thing like the NBA, though? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, the NBA bubble had zero corona cases, and they got tested out of all the players. Yeah, the I NFL mean, it's different than the NBA bubble because it's not at a, it's just in cities. So they're at a hotel in a city, and then they're going and playing. I don't. I think I'm pretty sure at like the gotcha. arena, but that's pretty much the only places they're going to be. So it's it's pretty much a bubble, I guess. Just yeah. not going to be in contact with a lot of people outside. 
I think the NBA bubble's so sweet though. I've been watching Matisse Thibault's vlogs and he has like the, the wristwatch and like, doo, 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 and it's like gets him access into everything. Awesome. Good job yeah. from the NBA. Awesome story for Oscar Limblum coming back. I mean, we have, we still have the same expectations for the Flyers, right? Now that sports are coming back, we had high expectations for these guys. In the cup run, we still feeling confident, Pat and Nick specifically? Yeah. Okay. I definitely am now. All right. Yeah, I think a, this this Oscar Lindblom thing like boosts morale too. It's the feel good story. The feel good yeah. story. It's also this going to sound like might sound bad, but it's also the reason why I think one of the, the Lakers might win too, just because of the whole like Kobe thing. It's the destiny. They did team one, of destiny. They did one, two, three, Mamba. Like that's their huddle thing now for the Lakers. It's like when you have a feel good story or something to motivate you. Certainly, I'm sure it helps a team. So. I'm rooting for the rooting for the Lakers. Not rooting for the Lakers. I think the Lakers have a good chance of winning. I also think the Flyers have a good chance of winning. But yeah. Okay. I have nothing really else to talk about. Big fight coming up this weekend. Darren Till, Robert Whitaker for UFC, but I don't really want to talk about that. All right. We'll end on this note unless we figure out something else to talk about. What sport are you looking forward to returning the most? Me, NBA. I'm totally bought in on now. I, I, I told myself I wasn't going to do it. I fell into the Sixers trap again. Ben Simmons put this, the jumper videos out again. There's a hype video that I saw. And I said, I told myself, even on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I said, I'm not going to get excited about the Sixers. I'm not going to do it because they always let me down. They always let me down. Last, though, year, yeah. last, last year was their year. The Kawhi bounce, man, it still scars me. And I'm not going to do it. I've fallen into the trap again. I think the Sixers have a really good shot in the East. But I think it's because I think it's so wide open. I think Boston can win in the East. Milwaukee can win in the East. Toronto, Sixers, Miami too. I think Miami has a good chance. I think the East is wide open, totally open. And I'm bought in completely on the Sixers. That's what got me hyped up about the NBA return. I want to see this Shake Milton at the point. I want to see Ben at the four. I want to see Al Horford off the bench. I'm ready to go, man. I'm totally hyped up about the Sixers. I am excited for the NHL. I'm a hockey guy. I mean, I'm excited for all of them. I'm just excited for sports to be back. But it's been a while since I've been this excited about a Flyers team. Everything they've been saying out of camp is good. They're all saying how they're like locked in they are, how they held each other accountable over the break, staying in shape and stuff. So I'm really excited for that to start back up. I'm also – I've been down on the Phillies, but oh. – I like the Phillies this year. Like, I really like the Phillies this year. I th- think uh, that lineup is just fucking – I think you got Kyle a little excited down there as well. Yeah, yeah, Kyle yeah. Diglin too. Yeah, I'm that ready, lineup man. doesn't fucking days, stop, yeah. dude. That when is opening day? Opening day tomorrow. I had a fantasy baseball wow. draft last night. I'm, I'm in the baseball mood right now. How's your fantasy baseball team look, Kyle? Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Got uh, Bryce Harper and JT Real Muto. Oh, so, uh, you're two, really – Two really, home guys. Yep. Yep. Uh, Reese Hoskins, speaking of home guys, said he feels that the nationally the Phillies by like the media and stuff are being overlooked. So I think they're playing with a little chip on their shoulder. Those Philadelphia mm-hmm. Phillies too. So I mean, you guys might be onto something, man. I had uh, to, I had to see them. Like I had to watch those games on Twitter and the preseason games and see the lineup together. I forgot we had Jay Bruce, but when you 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 just go through that lineup, it's like, damn, that's yeah. that's long. Like, Our that's offense just, is going to be so good, especially with the swing. DH now. I heard Harper's swing is looking a little bit better too. Yeah, I think like towards the end of last year, he started doing like a toe tap instead of just lifting his leg up. And after he started doing that, that's when he like really started crushing the ball. All right, baby, I'll be ready to go. Let's go.
Pillars are backsplashing. Oh, he he looks fucking jacked. Bryce? Yeah. Yeah. I hope he was yeah. juicing, dude. Uh-huh. And he hasn't cut his hair since, like, last baseball season. That thing's just flowing. He should be he said like he's that. not cutting it until they win a World Series. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for the birds to come back. Baca, football in there. You ready for the football? I want to see, dude. I want to see this new, um, like this new receiving core. Okay, the feeling we got, everybody. Hey, we picked yeah. every sport, baby. Here we go. Philadelphia sports are back. Fuck your seatbelts. I think that I'm basketball and football, too. I want to see the Eagles, Darius Slay. I want to mm-hmm. see Carson Wentz with the receiving core. I want to see Brandon Graham, baby. I want to see Jalen Rieger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really like to see Kavon Wallace. I think he's going to be so fucking good. Yeah, that, that's I, don't, I yeah. am still yeah. shocked. I don't get how we got him in the fourth round. <laughs> how how we did see him play? Everything oh, I've seen, he's just far and away the graded the best safety in college football yeah. last year, and he fell to the fourth round. I, he's just, I really just like doesn't miss tackles. He doesn't miss tackles. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten a gem there. Might have gotten a gem there, Howie Roseman. We, we've criticized you many a times, but, yeah. I've been trying so – actually, not so hard. I, I'm convinced we're going to get a Philadelphia Eagle on this podcast. Convinced. I'm going to speak that into existence. So let's manifest that. Jalen Rager's coming on. I, I did tweet at Jalen Rager. I DM'd him because we had – we kind of criticized him. Yeah. I, I think I already told this story on the podcast, but I, I told him I want to publicly apologize to you come on the podcast, but never got a response. <laughs> but I am convinced we're going to get a Philadelphia Eagle one day. But I mean, I'm ready, hyped up, I'm ready to go. I'm super excited for sports to return. I think we all are as well. So we'll conclude it on that note, guys. Yeah, unless you have anything else you want to add, said what you said, and we've said what we said. We'll see you guys next week. Signing off. Don't forget to use that code, sellerdwellers on manscaped.com. But until then, peace out. <laughs>